This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we are. The band is back together. It's the Donna and Steve experience with DJ Rock Lobster Complex. You're welcome, Rocco. Did you learn the Nantucket limerick? Can you recite it for us? <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> there once was a man from Nantucket. Oh, is that a dirty thing? Is that yes! a foul Super you know what dirty. I keep confusing it with? I keep confusing it with, there's a song called Old Man Tucker. <laughs> you know that? Old Man I do Tucker know that. was that a mighty go? man. Washed his face with a frying pan. Something like that. Yeah, you go oh, with that one. Of course I'm naive. Ladies and gentlemen, she has returned from formerly <gasps> Martha's Vineyard, currently known as Donna's Vineyard, yes. D-Bone. What How was your New England trip? Everybody it, wants to know. You've changed. Guys, it was so great. It was so... We had the absolute best weather the entire time. Describe it. Uh, almost like not a cloud in the sky. 70 degrees every oh, day. Cool wow. in the morning, warm in the afternoon, but not too warm where you're complaining about it. It was just absolute perfection. Oh. oh and I have to tell you guys, the highlight of my entire vacation weirdly was going whale watching i am fully in support of this Thank having done you. it once and found it to be a almost like uh transcendental yes, <laughs> yes yes transcendental is the word i'm looking for absolutely um, tell us what how it spoke to you what who dragged you out there and at what point during it were you like oh my gosh well Thank you for asking. Um, here's the deal. I have done this before in Hawaii, and I've done it in Maine. And, you know, we've seen a few whales. Hawaii was really impressive. So, you know, we were just looking for adventures. We wanted to be outside the whole time. I was with my um, my best friend in New Jersey and her, who I've known since I'm 13 years old. Cool. Her family. Um, what had happened was... They have a daughter who's getting married in March and had never met the relative, the in-laws. They happen to be from the Boston area and have a home in the co- in, in the Cape. <laughs> I almost said in the cod. Hmm. Um, and they, so it worked out as a meet and greet. So it kind of was a vessel for a meet and greet. And you were a part of this meet, meet and greet, part yeah. of the experience. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm Donna. Aunt Donna. Oh, my god. Gotta have Aunt Donna there. Doy. Wow. Anyway, so we all agreed we're going to go on this whale watching excursion, but we had to leave at like seven in the morning to get to the ferry. So mm. I was talking with my friends and they had never really done it before. And I said, well, if we see one, we're going to see many. 
Never in my wildest dreams did I think we were going to see more than 50 whales on this excursion. 50? No way. Five zero. Yes, there were there were whales that um that were recognized by so we've got the guy giving the whole, wow. you know, the whole spiel on on the, you know, the the PA system. Yeah. This guy Started, you know, they're usually very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very even keeled and just yeah. giving you information and stats and things. Oh, and if you look at three o'clock, uh, you'll see Freckles. Freckles is a, you know, a, a humpback whale who, so they identify them. You know how in the wild they'll like, not chip, tag. but tag, mm-hmm. you know, birds and, and, you know, tigers and things like that. No two um, tails are alike. So that's how they identify these animals. Hmm. One of them showed up after 12 years. There were calves that were nursing. I mean, it was like there was a big breach. I was going to say, you even sent us, it's a little bit of a, you know, Bigfoot sort of photo. The the big, the, the, yes. The the breach, but it's a whale doing one of the most uh, unbelievable things in nature, which is this thing which weighs a gazillion pounds like four five six tons somehow can come up out of the water and pretty much get its full body out and splash down like it's a prudential life insurance commercial logo (laughs) and you got that and that's a very hard to get in any capacity to capture that on camera and it looks like you did and you know why it's blurry because i just kept snapping yeah. I knew something was go. about to happen and I just kept hitting it and hitting it and hitting it and just hoping that I was going to get something. It was spectacular. If if you ever have the opportunity, do it. I mean, this so the guy who's normally like, you know, very, you know, calm and just giving you the play by play. He was yelling on the microphone. <laughs> he was like, oh, my God, this oh. is incredible. Like he's wow. yelling because. They've never seen something this spectacular. So you were probably there for one of his best ever whale watches. Correct. So at the end That's of wild, and at the end of the um, the tour, this guy is like, "I know I'm not supposed to say this, and my bosses are probably going to get mad, but you have seen everything you could possibly see on a whale watch today. You've seen, you know, you've seen calves yes, and teens and and." You know, you've seen a breach, you've seen fins, you've seen um, a mom and her, you know, her calf just riding along together. And he said, you, you don't have to go on another whale watching excursion because it will never, ever be wow. as good as this. Wow. It was, it was great. I mean, everybody was like, we don't want to leave. This is so like, you could sit there all day yeah. watching this. It is a really, if you've never done it, we did it in Alaska, Ooh. and we we saw a breach, but it was while we were on the cruise ship. Like, people had gone out to oh. the deck during dinner, they were like, this is an active place, and then we saw two whales, like, right off the boat. One does a full breach. It was cool. <sighs> but then when we went whale watching, even when they just come up, you get a little bit of fin, and then their whale tail mm-hmm. um, sort of splashes down, even that, you sense the awe and wonder of nature and you're you get this sense donna like i'm in it i am in right i'm a part of it i'm a part of it yeah it's crazy and then you start thinking you know i watch a lot of um below deck Mm. and below deck mediterranean whatever and you know they put these slides off the boat into the water and i'm thinking to myself could you even imagine 
You're just like doop 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 doop, doop frolicking in the ocean. Something hits your foot. <laughs> and then you're like, what is this? It's a house. Oh Lord. In the water. It's crazy. But that was my that was my highlight. And I learned a new thing. So this oh. group says, What was your apple? What was your onion? Are you guys fam- familiar with that? No, but it sounds like a different version of highs and lows. There you go. What was your highlight? What was your low light? So that was my apple for sure. What was your onion? Um Coming home, (laughs) no, just just leaving, just leaving. No, my onion, actually, I'll save it till 945. I had quite the experience on a particular airline. Now, are you going to be mentioning this airline by name? No, I won't. So if someone wants to find out, they would have to like reach out to you independently. But okay, so you'll tell a story. Oh, geez. I'll be nice. I I hope you didn't make a scene. No. Were you a crazy passenger? I wasn't. No. I'm actually, I actually... I'm I'm pretty good when it comes to I internalize. I'm just like I'm saying mean things in my head. And on the outside, you're like, "Thank you." I'm like, "Okay, thanks, great, bye now." Don't forget, you represent the Donna and Steve experience. That's right, Steve. Donna. Anyway, and then uh, yesterday I got up at um, seven New York time to watch the Queens. I watched some of the procession. I missed the mass, but my Mm. sister-in-law had crumpets and scones oh, and tea fun. it was really it was really lovely and i, I think was it's, it's cute when people do that when they lean into the theming of it it makes exactly. it fun exactly it's like the renaissance festival but for yeah. normal people <laughs> hey, daughter. Come on. All right, we All got right. a lot to get to today. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday at 11.30, we play Cover Story. We love Ooh. this game. Rocco puts it together. You will want to play along. 11.30, Hour 3, the podcast. College pop culture knowledge coming up at 10.30. How about this? When we come back, let's wake our brains up. DJ Rock Lobster, this is for you. Almost one-third of Bob Dylan's songs reference this. Mm. The mm. next closest artist to reference this in their songs are the Beatles, 16% of the time, they reference this in their songs. Mm. What are they referencing? Mm. We will tell you. Guys, it's a little too much. All right, sorry. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my... Hello. Welcome back, you guys. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment, and fun facts, too. Rocco is an indie rock hipster dad, and his music... Indie rock hipster dad! I was about to say, and that's pretty annoying, and he really drove that home. He is a supporter of Bob Dylan, yes? Bob! Yes. Just, okay. I got him all Is here. Rocco only communicating via the soundboard? That'd be a fun challenge. Do an hour of Rocco can only communicate via the button board. That's Great. fun. That could be go. a new contest. It's okay, I guess. We could, you know what we could do, Steve? We could do Mad Libs. <laughs> with Rocco having to fill in the blanks with those things. Yes. Oh, oh. gosh. We're just workshopping everything on the air. Speaking no, of really workshopping, <laughs> I just want to say this blatantly. I'm just going to say it out loud. I'm going to mention competition for a moment. It's fine. On, uh, I got this Bob Dylan fact here in a second, which is really cool. Uh, I was at the Hall of Fame, the, the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame over the weekend. That's I emceed right. that. And it was it was such a cool night, but I'm just going to name drop here. Everybody was great, but specifically regarding bits, Dave Lee was introduced, and they played sort of a highlight reel of his, 
And he, I, I was hearing for the first time some of these things, and I talked to him after, and I was like, Dave, that stuff was very funny. Like the, uh, he had this hockey sketch where it was like, Denny sends it over to Donnie, Donnie sends it over. It was like, it was so fast moving and so funny. And he was talking about how much he enjoys putting bits together. Yeah. And I said, you know what's funny, Donna Valentine, and he said, who's she? And I said, so who you were. Uh, no, I said, well, you know, Donna, she, um, she is always like wanting to write stuff and we never really sit down and do it but i said i was inspired by his creativity and sort of listening to it i was like that's that's very funny stuff and you can do some very funny things hey so, rocco he he meant to say rocco does some really great work here that's inspiring did you drop my name with dave lee because we're tight no did you okay. do yeah, you know? yeah, I worked together. With dave lee, yeah. oh my gosh no oh, i didn't God, know Steve, that you no. know nothing about radio geography i understand <laughs> i'm learning i'm young I once did karaoke. I once did okay. John Mellencamp karaoke in an Indianapolis bar with Dave Lee and the Gophers uh, sports director. It was quite a night. <laughs> really? That sounds awesome. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling anyway, you. Yeah, you're you're, a good time. yeah you're, you're you're great. But at he, yeah, direction. you know, Dave Lee, he worked at like five in the morning and never drank coffee. I don't know how. Oh my gosh. I worked those with a guy who never drank coffee either. I don't those, get it. Those kind of people scare me. Me too. It's like people who don't like dogs. <laughs> yeah, I saw a, I saw a meme yesterday on Facebook book and it said people who unpack their suitcase the day that they get back from vacation are serial killers. Honestly, I did it for the first time in my life. Usually it sits in a hallway. Yes. For like two weeks. Yeah. And then weeks. I just start picking stuff out, you know, like, oh, I need a clean pair of underwear. Oh, yeah. Right. Just rifle through the suitcase. Oh, man. What a back journey to Bob Dylan. Well, what it, now you have to mention Barrero. Did oh, Barrero was great. Yeah, was I he got, nice I did, to you? He he was. Dan and I sat right next to each other. Great. We were seat buddies. Uh, but he was great. He was the first one up. And I mentioned this yesterday. It was like six degrees of Dan Seaman. I think three of the five inductees specifically mentioned Dan Seaman by name. I feel like one other person did, and so um, so so that was cool. Um, but yeah, Dan was great, and he had been worried the day before about the length of his speech, and so I had tweeted him and said, "Hey." Guess what? You don't have to edit anything because you're talking to you have an MC here who isn't going to put the hook around oh. anyone and who has, uh, in my own way, many times abused uh, suggested timelines. Huh. So I was like, I-, I got you. So yeah, it was good. It was good to get to meet him and Freddie Bell, Kathy Wurzer, Dave yes. Lee, Lynn Kettleson of the Farm, uh, like the Farm, the Business Network. Like this guy has committed his whole radio career to f- the business of farming and communicating things to farmers and helping farmers to get their message out to the peoples. It was great. It cool. was really fun. Great. It's a, it's a when do Lori and Julia get in? When does Donna get in? When does Donna get Listen, in? Listen, here's question. the thing. I don't want to get in because. I- hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I don't like talking in front of people. Well, they say you only have to do three to five minutes. <laughs> oh, that's easy. Yeah. I'd like to thank, and then I'll just mention a bunch of names. Good night. Yeah. Well, by the way, now that we're, I was trying to call you. Why didn't you take my call during the commercial break? I, I couldn't find my phone. I kept uh, trying to find it. Sorry. Because I, I met someone business. from your previous life. Oh. Do you want me to just share it now? I'll, I'll be coy. But this person said, um, you work with Donna, and I think that she's just great. Aww. And And she probably hates me. Okay. Can you think? No, because I don't hate anybody. Well, that was how he sort of figured it would be because of how he had to be a part of an exit from a previous station. Oh, boy. And he was like, I know, she probably, but I just, she just sounds so great, and she sounds so great over there, you know, with you guys, and so he's very nice. Yeah. This is just a pep rally for us, you guys, if you're just tuning in. (laughs) We're just patting ourselves on the back. Thank you for listening. Yes. Oh, here we go. Let's uh, get back to our things that make you go, huh, now that we have a minute. Did we not cover the Bob Dylan thing yet? No. (laughs) We did Indie Rock Hipster Dad. Then it turned into, what if he only could communicate through sound effects? (laughs) And then I thought about bits. Then I thought about Dave Lee. Then you asked about Barrero. You know, there we go. Yeah. All right. We're done. Have a good day, everybody. (laughs) Almost one out of three Bob Dylan songs make a reference to this. No other artist comes close to that many. Can I guess? The Beatles are second. 16% 16% of their songs reference this. Wind. Wow. Wind. I was going to say blood, but I don't think one out of three. I mean, it's got to be like love or water. One of you. Water. <laughs> Lock a rock in your final answer. Uh, Blood. One of you I'm going to round up and say is right. That person is Cape Cod's own Donna Valentine. Weather. Weather Almost is the one answer. out of three Dylan songs include a reference to the weather. Weather. That's yes. amazing. The Hard rain's going to fall. There you is go. In the wind. That's oh, not boy. a good Bob Dylan. Mm. In 2006, wow. Creed singer Scott Stapp her, attempted to take his own life by jumping off of a hotel balcony. Oh, my gosh. Only to be rescued two hours later by the rapper T.I., Wow. I'm not taking follow-up questions on that. I was just as shocked when I read that this morning. I'm just sharing it. And finally this. Angelina Jolie, Reese Witherspoon, and Sarah Michelle Gellar all auditioned for the lead part in this movie before it went to Alicia Silverstone. Um, uh, Clueless. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Woo. That's my girl. Thank you. She's back. D-Bone is back. Yesterday, we talked about Post Malone took a hard fall on stage, essentially walked right through a hole and like jammed his ribs, had to cut his uh, performance a little bit short. Lady Gaga also had to cut a performance short. She was in tears. You'll hear from her in what Stanley Tucci almost once did to a guy. Wow. That's next. Hello. Welcome back, you crazy my talkers. (laughs) Well said. Thanks, Steve. I was thought practicing that before. Do you guys want me to do fantasy football updates each week? Do we want to start a thing where I give you a fantasy football update of how my team did? Rocco. I'm fine with you talking about the Steelers in your Stiller's Stiller's accent. How do you do that? 
Periugies. Oh, the Stillers. Oh, my uh, God. I wish they were the, the Pittsburgh Periugies. Uh, yeah, they do the Pittsburgh Periugie race at the uh, Pirate Games. Let's go, Buckos. Come on, Bucks. Oh, my God. Hey, uh, by What's the way. What's your problem with fantasy football, Rocco? Nobody. I play no. fantasy football, and I don't want to hear about it. The end. I, I could just up, update you each week and tell you what my record is. Like, I lost this week. Thank you very much. Nobody cares. I'm this is just yes, a way to make your tree talk sound more appealing. <laughs> Why the hell won't you guys respond when I send you a video Nobody of my cares. property? Nobody cares. You, you know sent that- a video, by the way, that was the the length of like a bee. <laughs> it was like, Wait a minute. it showed up this big. So I'm playing it and it's like you're like stuck in little people world, you know, where you're, <laughs> honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> Donna, did you know that yesterday or two days ago when he showed us, pic- yeah, yesterday, he showed us picture of his trees to Elizabeth. She lost control laughing where she was silent <laughs> for about a minute and a half. Because you're thinking they're going to be these giant trees and they're like, they're like no. bushes. No. Okay. <laughs> that is so jacked up. First of all, a couple things in order. I don't know why it went through. When you sent me a puzzle video as well, oh. it came through as the same tiny oh, thumbnail. I've been seeing tiny bad. videos come through, and I'm kind of confused because you have an iPhone. I have an iPhone, so I don't know why that's happening. You should start a new segment called Tiny Videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the other thing. I I, I showed you the, the, the picture that I showed Elizabeth of the tree. Listen, these are adolescent trees. I'm not saying, hey, guys, here's an oak tree that is fully born. I'm saying, guess what? This was an infant last year, and now it is an adolescent tree. I'm going to show you the picture. I'm going to hold it up to the camera. What I showed Elizabeth. I will not be sharing this publicly because now I feel violated. I'll describe it. And I showed this to Elizabeth just to show the scale I stood in the picture. She then went on to laugh because she, and I was putting the podcast together yesterday, and it was making me laugh as she said, <laughs> you look like such a dope standing in front of that tree like it's the first day of school. <laughs> Remember the time he was so excited, he clapped his hands when another neighbor came over. He's like, hey, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I was I had secondhand embarrassment. I love uh, that it's like he wants to grow this privacy tree, but he shows it, and okay. you can still see the entire city of Chaska behind it. <laughs> Rocco, because I'm it's a bush. I'm it to you guys. Rocco, the reason that you can still, that's why, that proves my point as to why I have to plant these. Because there are so many houses back there and there's not a darned tree to block anything. So I, I am the one fence who has to it. till the ground and plant the trees. You're no, making all that big TV money now? Just pay for the fence. No, the fence. Bastard. I have to get a 40 foot fence to block the height of it. Listen. If I would let you guys to my property, you'd be able to see what I'm dealing with and why trees need... I just sent you guys the picture. Why trees need to be planted. Donna, look at the picture. Look how bleeping... <laughs> why are you laughing? Now I know why Elizabeth was cracking wait, up. Okay, wait, wait, wait. All right, we'll describe it to our listeners. I did not get anything from you. Just keep right, looking. Yeah. Right. And then I'm going to send you another picture. <laughs> as to... like, you know how parents take Donna had to put her glasses on. <laughs> Rocco. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You know how parents take pictures of their kids yes. every year? To sit? Steve doesn't have any pictures of his kids as they're growing up, you know, by the checking way, I their made, height. He's only I got trees. My, my seven-year-old take this picture, by the way. Now, I'm sending you a follow-up. I then later zoomed in, and I was like, oh, my gosh, look at what an idiot I look like standing in front of that tree you just got a second picture (laughs) (laughs) 
And by the way, now wait, I'm just going to show you this in a series of photos, okay? So then I was like, oh my gosh, I really look like I'm going to school for the first day. My daughter had taken a picture in front of another tree earlier, but then I had to have her retake it because I wasn't smiling. I was just standing there very seriously for reference. I will now send you that photograph. Wait, can I ask a question? What kind of tree tree. is it? Can we describe it to people? Yeah, that that's called a hybrid poplar tree. Okay, it's ugly. It, it is that is okay. So you would say that about any adolescent tree, Donna. If you were at my property, you would say, "Wow, those are adolescent <laughs> trees that are really growing up fast. They're going to be beautiful." <laughs> Donna, you, no, you guys are you're hating on them for the bit, and I respect that, and it's fine. It's growing like straight, but it's not really fluffing up and growing out. No, it is. If you, you know what? Damn it. You come there's today? like six I mean, branches. It's like, okay. All right, we're done. We just lost about 40,000 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, mm. <laughs> before we move on, we're not going to play it again. But Alec Bleeping Baldwin, ever heard of him, yes. posted a video on Instagram this weekend of him just describing a tree that he had planted. Oh, Lord. So Alec Baldwin sees me. I see Alec oh, Baldwin. So that's your go-to for credibility? <laughs> Alec freaking Baldwin? You, we probably should replay that. That was pretty good. You want to pull it up? I probably could. <sighs> this sucks, man. I just wish you guys were supportive of it. Mm. I, I like trees. trees. Can, you give Remember. Us, can you just not mention trees for like three years? Then three show years. us the big reveal. All right, Donna, you want to hear Alec Baldwin talking about his tree? This is pretty good. It's my boy. I got to turn the volume up. Look how beautiful this tree is. <laughs> this is a great myrtle. If I recall correctly, we put these trees in a while ago. <laughs> and this is one that doesn't come uh, to flower. It doesn't come till later in the year. <laughs> At least this one doesn't. He sounds like Bob Ross is, painting a picture. Yeah. <laughs> like Bob Ross, you're right. And uh, we've got a bunch of beautiful trees. Here. Oh my God, Most he's as boring as you are. <laughs> yeah. I just love this color. Okay. Yeah, come up uh-huh. close into here. And nobody cares. And you see this color. Yes, who cares? Just how really, nobody. Really... Uh, okay, there you go. Com. You guys. Dot <laughs> You idiots, man! I tell you what, you guys. Suck. <laughs> Meanwhile, very right. good. Other news. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga was in tears because she had to uh, cut a show short. Yesterday, we heard from Post Malone, who there's a little hole in his stage, a little trapdoor hole where he would set his acoustic guitar, and then they take it down, somebody removes the guitar, and then it comes back up, right? Apparently, they forgot to bring it back up, and he is just walking on the stage and steps right into oh, it. No. And then he's like, imagine, Donna, imagine walking into a manhole, okay? Oh, oh no. And then his ribs slam against the front edge of it, and he's sort of writhing in pain for a little bit. And then he says on the microphone, like, I just need like three or four minutes. And then he goes backstage, takes a 15-minute break, comes back out, finishes, but with a, an abbreviated set. Oh, poor Tim. Now, Lady Gaga had to cut the her set short so that nobody did get hurt, but boy, she was emotional. I'll let you hear from her. We really tried to finish the show tonight in Miami, but we couldn't because there was lightning that was striking right down to the ground. I've always wanted to be like that hardcore bad bitch, but what I really want is to also be responsible and loving. I don't know what I would do if anything happened to anybody in the audience. I'm sorry that we didn't get to do the epic performance of Rain on Me in the Rain, but what's more worth it to me is life. Okay. Your okay. Thoughts? 
She loves the drama. <laughs> she does enjoy that, I think. She does. And I think she's a good person. I like what she said. Maybe tone down the crying. <laughs> I think there must be, you know, an ordinance. Because I've been at a couple games now that have been delayed because of lightning. And I think yeah. that there's just specific rules in place. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been to concerts, like outdoor festivals, yeah. on a couple of occasions where you just, you have to, you have to. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I will say this. I was insensitive I there. Artists. My bad person. Artists tap in so much to like the creative part of who they are that their emotion I think is just more naturally able to bubble up to the top you know it seems like they can emote and maybe it's healthy that they can emote easier you know like it would take someone like you Donna Mm -hmm. hardened cynical sort of in a grisly Mm -hmm. uh, approach to life to get to tears like if we had to stop our show mid project down and dirty because of something Mm. you know we wouldn't be in tears right we just move on but for an artist like gaga who puts it all out there on the stage and you know pulls the emotion from the gut from the gut of her being the physical side of it it's an open door sorry (sighs) stanley tucci tried to kill a guy (laughs) okay he says you can murder someone in self-defense If somebody's trying to hurt your kid, you'd kill them without a thought. He said, I'll give you an example. 30 years ago, I was in Paris with my late wife. And in the middle of the night, this guy appeared on our first floor hotel room windows. My wife screamed. I jumped out of bed naked. We'll come back to that. And tried to push him off by closing the window. I looked down, wanting to see him dead. But there was nobody there. He got (gasps) away. The reason I tell you this ridiculous story, says Stanley Tucci, is that my reptilian brain took over and said, kill him before he kills you. So there you are. This story from The Guardian. You know, I have a friend who works in television. I won't say what her name is, but she was on a vacation and something similar happened. So they were on vacation. Her nephew was also there. Nephew climbs into the window and didn't thought he was in his bedroom and like crawled into bed. Oh my gosh. With her and her husband. Oh my gosh. And she was like, let's just say his name's Josh. Josh, Josh, get up. Looks. It's not Josh. It's some random guy. It's just some random guy oh who gosh. was wasted and didn't know where he was and ended oh up in their bedroom. Gosh. Could you imagine? Wouldn't you be like freaking out? Oh yeah. That's scary. Wow. Let's see if I have one more <laughs> sorry, thing. Sorry, wait, 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 wait for it. Here we go. Hey, sorry, friends. Donna just got dark again. Thank you. I mean, we were talking about murder, but even Tucci talking about <laughs> attempted murder felt lighter. I know. Than what you said. That's really scary. Tim McGraw fell off a stage this weekend and just bounced right back up, kind of played it off. Immediately started shaking hands with the people in the crowd. Turned it into like a little impromptu meet and greet. So stars are falling off the stage left and right. Oh, my gosh. And uh, canceling shows and cutting them short and the whole the whole nine. Got to be careful out there. No doubt. Thank you. Uh, when we come back, I'll tell you my airline story. Also, I changed the name of our show outline by mistake. I'll tell you what it's called now. Uh, got that on the way. And listen to this story. I'll give you the details. Uh, A trapeze artist 
crashes to the ground. Oh my god! Tell you about that when we. I know. Should I play it again? If you don't like my personal story about an airline that's super relatable for everyone listening, (laughs) I'll tell you about someone who fell off a trapeze. That's next on my talk. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Ah. My hope is that the airline story takes up all the time that we don't have time for. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh man, really? <laughs> I mean, okay. The person's okay, right? The trapeze person. Well, you're going to have to wait to find out, aren't you? <laughs> Okay, you're going to be like that. Oh, should I hit this button? Let me do this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So, I went to Massachusetts. Did the whole Cape thing. Drove back to New Jersey. How far? How long of a drive, I should say? Six hours. Oh, okay. Okay. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of car games. A lot of games. By the way, you can email us if you have a go-to game at 1045. We're going to take your suggestions on that. Like a go-to game you love, Don and Steve show at MyTalk 107.1. Perfect. Okay, so get back to New Jersey. I was hoping to spend time with my family. I wasn't with my family. I was with friends, okay? Yeah. I get back. I go to sleep. I watch the Queen's, you know, funeral the next morning. I'm thinking... I booked a flight at 3 p.m. direct to Minneapolis, okay? Drop. Drop. I go to check in. I'm thinking I'm going to go have lunch with my brother and his wife. We're going to, you know, just spend some quality time together. So I'm kind of dilly-dallying. I'm getting ready. I'm slowly putting stuff in my suitcase. And then I'm like, oh, let me just go get my boarding pass to get it out of the way. Get on the computer. I'm like, clickety-clack, clack, clickety-clack. That's my clicking and clacking. Mm-hmm. Like it's it. adding to the story. Thank you. What do you call that in theater? Foley. Yeah, that's my Foley. Thanks. Um, anyway, so I get on, and I'm like looking, and every time I put in my my confirmation number, it's bringing up a flight to Chicago. And I'm like, what is happening? I'm so confused. 
So I go into my email and I look up my, you know, my, what do you call it? My receipt. Confirmation number. Yeah, my itinerary. Yes, yes, my reservation. Yeah. So I look it up in my original reservation, Minneapolis, I'm sorry, uh, Newark to Minneapolis, nonstop, three o'clock. Hmm. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. What is ha- Why does it keep bringing up Chicago? My receipt says direct flight to Minneapolis. Never was was I notified by the airline, not by text, not by email. Clearly they have my email because they sent me the reservation and, you know, time to check in, all that stuff. They had changed my flight mm. from three to one. Oh, whoa. It is now 1030. I'm not dressed. Oh. I'm not showered. I'm not ready. And I'm like, what is this? What happened? So I call. I get somebody on the line. That's who, amazing that you even got somebody on the line. Oh, I was shocked. And she's like, she had an accent, so I didn't understand her completely. But now I'm panicked. I'm like, do I have to get to the airport in a half an hour? Like, what is what is this? Anyway, they just they changed my flight, didn't tell me. And now I have a it. connecting. Oh, no. So it added time onto my trip, even though I had to leave earlier. I was so mad. They didn't even, like, acknowledge the mistake. They didn't. Mm. I'm thinking, voucher. Mm. Right? <laughs> no voucher, no apology, no nothing. I was so mad. And then when I got off the, got off in Chicago, my flight to the next, my next flight was already boarding, but it was oh. in a different terminal. So now you have to do the Home Alone family run through Midway you, or Chicago yep. O'Hare. O'Hare. Oh, that's where they did the I'm Home Alone. I'm running to get there. I mean, it was just like a disaster. It it just ruined my day. Oh, and then you get on to the next flight. Everybody can tell who just barely made a flight, right? When you're sitting comfortably in your presumably first class seat, and then you see these people come in. <laughs> no. Their hair is windblown. Their face is splotchy red. Yep. You're like, oh boy, they just... Bar-. And their whole flight, the whole flight is going to be bringing your body physically down to temperature and emotionally bringing yourself back down to temperature. Yeah. yeah, I had a really nice person sitting next to me. So I have a, you know, they start taking your bags. They're like, sorry, you know, overhead compartments are full. I'm going to have to take your bag and then we'll tag it. And blah, 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 blah. Right? So I'm like, yeah, no, you're not taking my bag. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Mine is an under-the-seat bag. Yeah. So I get in. I'm, of course, I don't realize that I'm going to have a connecting flight originally, so I book the last seat on the plane like an idiot. But now I'm on the second one. My seat won't fit. My seat, my luggage won't fit under the seat in front of me. And I'm like, mm. you've got to be kidding me. No, I'm not letting them take my bag. The girl next to me was like, do you want to switch? Because hers had more room. So she took all her stuff out, and I was like, you are so nice. Thank you so much. People are good. I bet you you were, because you are not a... Hide it well, kind of flustered person. Yes, you're not Mm -hmm. a silent emoter. Like, (laughs) if if Donna hits print and it doesn't immediately print... (laughs) (sighs) I mean, today, really? Today? (laughs) Does this happen to other shows? That's if it doesn't print immediately. 
I mean, you've uh, got to be kidding me. Yes, I could only Do imagine. Do it yourself. How, <laughs> how poorly your emotions were hidden in that moment. I they mean, were. Come on. I, they already changed. And she's probably, Donna also does, excuse me, Donna. Donna also does a thing where she will out loud talk to herself because she lives alone and she's used to talking to herself and she will do that just as a way of verbal processing Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. actually though it seems that she is is not inviting the engagement of anyone else she's just processing so i could see you (laughs) in 11a i mean and then they didn't even update my flight so they you you make it at the now it was a direct (laughs) flight i paid for a direct flight and the person next to me is like oh great i'm sitting next to a crazy person yeah they're thinking we got a real flight risk i know what you're doing right now you're trying to uh you're trying to take up the whole time let me just tell you this other story okay that's that's my first see something say something A 26-year-old trapeze artist crashed to the ground while attempting a new dangerous act. She is okay. Here's what happened. It was captured on video. This was in Russia. Um, They were performing this new trick with her husband. She failed to grasp his hand. Oh, mercy. She plunged 16 feet, fell to the ground. Her husband and other circus staff rushed to her side they were waiting to learn of her injury. She seemed to be conscious. She was rushed to the hospital. Audience members applauded, applauded as she was carried away. They were doing a thing called the flame. There was no safety netting. It was in oh, the belt style. She suffered a broken wrist, and they're fearing possible fractured spine. But the last we heard was that she will... The, the circus said the health of the performer is now not in danger and she'll return to the arena. So, wow. Right? Circuses. Right, Am I right? You know, I can't see circuses because I'm too nervous about people falling. Me too. I don't enjoy it. I just feel... Same Anxious. thing with Cirque du Soleil. I'm sure it's great, but I just feel too nervous about I it. I hear you. There you go. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, I changed the name of our show outline oh. from Donna and Steve to Pip. It's just tip.